When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. What up? You're listening to Almost Accurate. I'm Jake. I'm Jake's main bitch, Ryan. And my main bitch, Ryan. We're, Ryan. we're rolling deep tonight. All day, every day. Anyways, this is a podcast about... Well, this is Almost Accurate, by the way. Sorry. Podcast about movies, about TV shows, about video games. About gerbils and... About the, diff- a dip- about the difference between a gerbil and a hamster. So and Richard to, Greer's ass. To, re- to preface this... um. I have one of those little Star Wars BBA droids. And yes, this will tie in with Richard Gear in a second. <laughs> You're going to see the line of thought here, but there's no thought. So as he sits on his little charging stand, he sometimes just um, just kind of spins or his head spins around exorcist style. Yeah, it's fucking um, weird. And- <laughs> You're going to fucking die one day. I'm going to come in here. I'm and like, so- <laughs> I was. How are you? I was taking a leak and you were in here by yourself and his head whipped around and looked like straight at you, didn't it? I don't know. I just turned around. You heard, and heard movement like behind you. Yeah. Rolling and shit. And I was like, <laughs> he's on a charging station. He's staying in the charging station. So he's moving. So you it. think, yes, he's definitely, he's, he gets, his head keeps moving. Yeah, it is. He's, he's uh, surveying the area. Why don't you just take his head off? You can do that. It's like a magnet. Uh, he just looked around and looked me straight in the eye and then he's turned. This is a drunk escapade right here. This is <laughs> the nights whenever you're drunk and you're sitting down. <laughs> yeah. You're if like, you're really. Woo! You're really fucked up and you're like, I think that thing just moved and looked at me. Well, I'm thinking I'm like that thing whenever yeah, exactly. I'm drunk. I'm like just looking around like, <laughs> okay, turn, moving around. Maybe I'm too drunk to talk and I'm just moving around. And the connection was my toy scared you or something. And then I said sex toy and then we started talking about But then you implied that you would put that in your ass and then. Well, I didn't imply that. I said. You came out and said that you yeah. had put it in your ass at one point. It's not true, but well, man, we'll wouldn't never it, really know. <laughs> wouldn't it be funny we if could it had? Sniff the little guy and speaking find out, of, but I don't know if it's true. Speaking of things that have been other people's butts, uh, that's when I told you you didn't know the story about Richard Gere and the gerbil or the hamster. I which, looked it up. Yeah, you had, but you hadn't heard it up to this point. I had not. You were confused, and you were I like, "Let me Google confused. this," and I'll be like, "I don't think it's true, but it's definitely." Well, you'll get some Google hits if well, you. If you look it up, it says like Hamptons and stuff like that. But you have the type Richard of Richard Gere Hampton Hamptons. Hampton. <laughs> Maybe it happened in the Hamptons. Um, he, yeah. sho- he shoved the Hampton the entire Hamptons up his ass. Let me read this excerpt from the thing that I brought up about it. Yeah. It immediately said false, but we're going to pretend that it was true because, like, it because of the, be the way it was described was very funny. Actually, <laughs> um, yes. Yeah, so it says a 26 year old male arrived at the ER complaining of rectal bleeding. He is too embarrassed to provide an accurate history, but provides the examining doctor a clue. In quotations, there might be something stuck in my rear end. I don't know how you would go out and just say that. Be like, hey, doc, there's something in my rear end. Well, he's complaining about rectal bleeding, and he said there might be something stuck in there. Which almost means which all the time there's something in your ass. Yeah. If you don't know. It is. Yeah. No, there's no way you could not possibly know that there's something in your butt. So it continues continues as examination reveals a non-tender abdomen, but a rectal exam shows blood coming from his anus. Welcome to Almost Accurate. Uh, A podcast about movies, TV shows, video games, and Richard Gere's rectum, apparently. um, There's a speculum exam reveals bloody stool and a dead gerbil. Apparently through the cardboard tubing of a paper towel roll. The rodent had been forced into the rectum. Once the animal was in, the tube was pulled out. (laughs) 
and then the final paragraph that I'll share with you is the idea is as the gerbil suffocates, it scratches and claws at the lining of the rectum, providing an intense situ- sensation to the patient. The rodent should then have been defecated, but the swelling of the bleeding had had caused the retention uh, of the animal. The patient required pain medication, antibiotics after the animal was removed, but was then allowed to go home. The animal was allowed to go home or the person. I don't know. I think it said that that animal didn't make it. Yeah. I'm assuming it suffocated, which is sad, oh. but I don't think any of this actually happened, but the way it's that called this gerbiling is, is what it's called. This is a, I would figure it would be called Richard gearing at this point. No, it says not necessarily restricted to homosexuals as the insertion of items into the rectum for purposes of auto eroticism is practiced by heteros as well. Well, thank you of live animals or just it said object. You know, I would, I would not consider an animal, a live animal, an object though. You know what we should do just for shits and giggles and <laughs> hamsters and giggles. You got any, uh, I was a gerbils and giggles. Tubes? You got any tubes and gerbils by, yeah, we could rifle through my recycling. My I'm sure we could find something. Oh God. <laughs> this, this has to be true. Why? Because that's pretty much how pretty woman would have ended up. She's a prostitute. She's seen some shit. He's probably like, Hey, put that in there. At least that better than anybody else. I love you. Let's get married. Well, at least it wasn't, po- at least it wasn't poison Ivy like yeah. Tom Hanks. Oh, in that movie, she's got mail. She's got mail. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so Fuck, we are hitting a new low. We're just hitting a new low. <laughs> People say they enjoy this part of it, but I wonder how much you can really enjoy people talking about gerbiling. Keystring a gerbil. Keystring a gerbil. Is that like a double negative, though? I don't know. I think that's a redundancy. It might be a redundancy. Um, Keystring gerbiling. What if you're also smuggling like cocaine at the same time? Hey. You're And you're in an airport. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like you didn't be like a Pablo Escobar <laughs> you gerbil. Put, you, put the, you put the drugs in first. Pabloing. And then you inserted the gerbil and you're like, I should have done this the other way around. It's a donkey gerbil. You're donkey gerbil. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. You're like you're a talking- drug mule. mule. <laughs> you're muling. Muling. I wonder if that's how they get exotic pets into Petco. Int- <laughs> yeah, you put a toucan in there. You're like, oh, hey, follow your nose there, guy. Here's a uh, Fruit Loop. <laughs> <laughs> this is probably two on the nose, but an anaconda? Don't want, pyth- unless you got buns on. <laughs> a python, maybe? Um, I'd be a little worried about that. You um, always hear about people in Florida that have like pet monkeys and stuff that they just release in the Everglades and now they think that they're like Bigfoots and stuff. Oh my God. That's like flushing the, uh, that's all. Yeah. The, uh, the, they called it the skunk ape in Florida. The because, skunk ape. The skunk ape. Yeah. Because apparently there's a big Bigfoot in Florida who smells of skunk. Yeah. He smells terrible. I mean, he's out there. He doesn't bathe. He's living in the Everglades. I'm pretty sure man. it's a hobo. It could be a homeless man or like a, a, hobo. a silverback gorilla that's escaped from the Miami Zoo and is just <laughs> just chilling out there. He's survived by eating alligators and lost tourists. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck what you heard. It's the truth. Fuck what you heard. You in skunk apes territory now. <laughs> ah! <laughs> Fuck. I love this dumb, dumb, like cryptozoological stuff like that. I've, I, 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 do you remember familiar. when I made you watch the, that episode of mountain monsters? It was about the Mothman. I'm familiar with the Mothman because there was a movie with Richard. <laughs> <laughs> Richard <laughs> oh my God. Called the Mothman that my father was hugely into. He's like, I may have watched this movie about that Mothman. I didn't even mean to do that. Well, it has nothing to do with gerbils, but, uh, yeah. Although he does walk by, he does walk by a gerbil in one scene. He's like, Hmm. <laughs> I can put that in there. And the Mothman appears. It's like you just, <gasps> you just see, you just see him walk by like a gerbil cage, and he gets like raises one eyebrow, and then it quickly cuts to the next scene. Yeah, he's seen walking away, but bent over a little bit to conceal a boner. He takes a it's, couple steps, and like a paper, a paper towel roll falls out of his pants. Oh Excuse me. I have to know if you have any extra paper towel rolls. Can I take a look at your recycling bin, please? <laughs> oh my god, where is that taking place? Where is that? People are putting weird things in there. But like, I remember when I was younger, I had some friends who realized that you could soak like a tampon into um, an alcohol. Yeah, like liquor, and like stick it in your b hole, and then you get like drunk off of it. 
Do you remember the Jackass where they had they put a beer bong in Steve-O's butt? That's where I was going next, baby. Yep. <laughs> it's called chugging, butt chugging. Butt chugging. We should have a butt chug off, see who could chug the most butt. I think it was whose butt could chug the most beer. No, I'm talking about let's take it one step further. We, uh, have, someone chug- <laughs> we have somebody chug it in their butt and then we drink it as it comes out. And see who wins. I thought we don't do that. Come on, man. Nah. Just live a little bit. Come on. We'll put it. <laughs> Come on. We'll put it online. We'll be a contest. It could be someone related to if you feel comfortable. comfortable that way. <laughs> oh, that makes me feel so much better. <laughs> someone that both of us. Oh God. All someone right. trusted like an authority figure. Aunt Linda, okay, so we're gonna need you to do the butt chug. <laughs> Like a, we're a gonna trust- be drinking as this cascades from your Someone body. Someone like a firefighter or a police officer. <laughs> we probably should get some people who are in like EMTs and stuff by right. Nearby. So maybe the person that we are butt chugging from can be like an EMT or something. Right. They're like also that. a first responder. Yeah. Because we're patriots. Yeah. Never this- forget the sacrifice of our first responders. Working on holidays. And this apparently, butt and chugging. whatever this is, yeah. I, I mean, I don't know how much the human butt can consume. I'm gonna say 27 gallons. You think 27 gallons? That's that actually a lot. lot. That is beer. a dumper, dude. That is a dumper. <laughs> That's like a J Lo butt. Um, well, I read that your intestines are like 27 miles long, so I figure is that a myth? You I've could heard put that too. you can put a gallon per mile, so. 27 miles per gallon um, by EPA standards is not that bad. But I mean, so. I feel like you would have to like breathe in or something to be able to suck that all up in there. Probably. Or stand or stand on your head. How does the body work? I don't know. Yeah, we're not first. We're not EMTs. We're not we'll first find responders. out. Maybe you stick the tube far enough into your intestines. Then maybe you could put more and then just kind of pull it up. Right. That, and out a little bit. That totally doesn't sound like a terrible idea. So. Let's get a Lowe's home improvement. Get some tubing. Get a funnel. Let's run to Lowe's Foods, foods and get <laughs> yeah. some beer and, and then, then test it out. Let's start out small. Maybe we do a dry run with some water, some eggnog. Wha- we can drink eggnog from the anus, which I've had eggnog for the first time. It's not that bad. Well, I've also had eggnog and I agree that it does taste like it came out of someone's anus. So. You don't like eggnog? No, I don't like Why it at not? all. I think it's terrible and what bad. What kind of eggnog have you drank? Uh, the kind the regular kind like not spiked or anything with alcohol no but well, i would there's evan williams and it's i delicious. cannot imagine adding alcohol to eggnog it would improve the taste of it at all it, it's it just it's a milk it's a sour milky it's not sour. unpleasant it's milky yeah it's, it's a milky unpleasant it's beverage that people pretend to like for four weeks around christmas and then don't talk about the rest of the year i've literally bought three bottles or three-fifths of it the fuck is wrong with you i don't know man i'm <laughs> i'm hooked I, I i'm sure once i drink the <laughs> i'm all about it, that I'm nog like, it's gross <laughs> i'm all about that nog now dude i'm living that nog life <laughs> I, you know slob on my nog Slob on the <laughs> Check in with me and do your jog. Very good. Don't have the X, don't have the big. <laughs> oh, God. This Any, is, I, I, if anybody's still listening, how was your Thanksgiving, <laughs> by the way? How was my Thanksgiving? Um, it was pretty good. Watched football, ate food. I There were some yams that my grandma made, and I don't know if she was familiar how to make Gams, yams. yams. Yeah, there was like. S- like yams with uh marshmallows on top there was like a, a knife in there or something <laughs> i was like hey there's a knife that the... fell in here <laughs> and my grandma was like oh yeah good thing you caught that because i would have put that in the refrigerator i don't know oh i thought you meant like it fell in while she was baking it i just know got... i don't maybe it did maybe she i don't know i don't know i just got there there was a knife in there and then i seen her later spooning out the liquid that was inside of it and i was like oh, i'm not gonna eat that oh. I stayed away. It's your favorite Thanksgiving dish. Ooh. <coughs> My, there's this candy, you. like, uh, sweet potato casserole that's really good. It's like candy yam casserole that my aunt makes. It's glorious. I don't mind that. Um, I had some of the best turkey I've ever had this year. Murderer. Yeah. I got to admit, shit was pretty good, though. I've never enjoyed turkey probably before like two years ago. And this year was probably the best round of big bird that I've had had so far. So why? I don't know. Different. 
Um, my mom, whatever my mom did this year was like really different. Like it actually had like flavor as as opposed to like Clark and Eddie. Yeah, there was no no turkey hearts or any, any, <laughs> or any, you cut it up and it just yeah, exact like gas being expulsed from the carcass. The grace. Uh my girlfriend's family, whatever they did with their turkey was delicious. We had leftover like turkey and made it into sandwiches the next day. I missed she doing that whenever was I was really quite good. I don't. He's whatever he did. He said he. Cooked it with fucking hydroelectric power or something. I don't hydropack. I do hydroponic. <laughs> I, I do. think that's the word you're looking for. It was made with hydroponic. Exactly. It was sitting under all these weed plants and whatever. <laughs> that's just delicious. Whatever they put it in, it was really good. Uh, but no, it was like I, I I don't even understand like the full apparatus of how it was prepared. But it was like the best like turkey I've ever tasted. Are you a, a chef? No, you're not a chef. Not by any stretch of the imagination. So you don't think you can make a turkey? No, no. I think the tur. I think a turkey is like one of those things where you, you well, you know how they are. They're like frozen basketball. You know they are. They're like frozen basketball. If you drop one of those when, on your foot, it's gonna fuck you. You are up. going to break. Did you ever drop a turkey anywhere near your foot when you no, worked? No, I've heard them hit the ground. Yeah, I know. Before working in the grocery I store, I know it'll like and, make a dent in the a dent it in the really floor. Will. <laughs> Oh it's my god! No good. Your toes will be broken, and you know if you drop it on your balls or something like that. I'm thinking those sayonara. That's how Lance Armstrong lost one of his testicles. Right, a turkey accident. It yeah. wasn't the cancer like we was mm-hmm. we previously thought. Yeah, live strong. Definitely a frozen turkey responsible for taking out these balls. Yeah, that's why I don't I don't do meat. I would also. If if I if I had that fear of any, either of my testicles being taken out by a, a gigantic frozen bird. I think that would be enough reason for me to meet his murder. Well. Uh, you had an impossible burger lately. I've had it multiple times. Yeah, it's pretty good, right? <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. One time it ran right through me. Me and my wife. I think it might have been the special sauce they had. Ran through both we of you? <laughs> oh, yeah. It was like big burger spot. Kernersville. Never. Diarrhea never, City. Ne- <laughs> Yeah, you were all you were all about that like a couple couple weeks ago. Oh, I ate I've, one, and I was like, "Man, this is delicious fried egg on top." Not vegan, just vegetarian. <laughs> yeah, definitely not vegan. Although I'm still interested in the debate on how no eggs are need not meat. To dissect my lifestyle, <laughs> I do not dissect yours. Let me live the way I want to live, Jacob. <laughs> Jacob, I'm your main bitch. You don't question me, <laughs> lover boy. But anyways, so. The plant bacon. Pl- search for the words. What, I, I was trying to. It took me a second to remember what exactly we were talking about after that tangent. But it was. It was. Um, the. the is it burger? Yeah. The, is it the sauce or the actual thing that it's made of? That apparently- I think it's the sauce. There was some sauce me and my wife tried, and for some reason she just we get a, regu- ate it a regular. And we both one. went home and we were like puking out of our anuses. No gerbils included. Good. Or not even a hamster. It was like a cleansing. Like if you need to go get a colonoscopy, maybe you should go to this place and eat their secret sauce. Oh, what a fucking what a fucking ad for this place. I mean, you know, today I really wanted to go back and just try it because the first time I had it, great. It's kind of like when I had a hot pocket for the first time. I was like, this thing is great. This is where I want to be in life. Hot pocket city. I had like the pizza one, and I was like, delicious. The next time I ate it, I was like, this is shit. This is shit. I just remember that old Jim Gaffigan bit where he's like, a pot, uh, <laughs> Hot Pocket is like a dirty Pop-Tart that someone dropped in the toilet. <laughs> it's kind of... Hot Pockets. Then you would always do that at the end. <laughs> I have not seen his stand-up in quite some time. No, it's been like 10 years, but every time, every time I see a Hot Pocket in the wild... In the wild? Yeah, in the Where wild. Where the fuck you going, man? You know, out there. Like at the grocery store? No, like the out, grocery? out in the fields, like where they're hiding out behind a bush. Out in the fields, <laughs> like you sound like they're harvesting these Hot Pockets. Uh, I go, hot I go hunt, made. hunting for them every now and then. I go hunting. I have a keen, I have a keen eye for the Pockets. Um... Yeah, we've probably BS long enough, haven't we? <laughs> no, we, we've ran out of material. I'm sorry. We could give you life stories from our... But we're not. No, we'll I mean, we'll probably still try to. But we could. I could tell them the the tissue story, but I'm not going to. We'll save that for a slow week. We yeah. don't exactly That's have a, a story. No one wants to miss. 
Yeah, no one wants to miss out on all of your jizz rags. I can neither confirm nor deny. You're giving up spoilers, to man. Have God. to tune in next week to find out. Well, maybe you have to tune in a couple weeks from now. Spoiler Just keep alert. tuning in every week because we really appreciate your listenership. <laughs> uh, Ryan, you posted that Johnny Depp is producing a Michael Jackson musical starring <laughs> Michael Jackson's glove. <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, there's so many prop. There's so many problematic things going on in just this one sentence. <laughs> So oh, where do you start there? Johnny Depp producing an unauthorized musical about the king of pop, which is in quotation this marks. And then from Michael Jackson. Yes, so this from, is this so is you legit. know it's you know it's a reputable source when IGN is reporting it. So it's opening in January 25th at LA. It's called "For the Love of the Glove," <laughs> an unauthorized <laughs> musical fable about the life of Michael Jackson, as comma as told by his glove. <laughs> It's the full... Imagine fitting that on a fucking poster. Well, I feel like the glove is prevent from seeing where things have been touched. So in case you still didn't know what the show was about, is described as a look into the strange forces that shaped Michael and the scandals that bedeviled his reputation. And yes, it's narrated by a singing and talking glove. This is right up there with that Nicolas Cage movie where he's playing himself... But this is worse. dealing with his demons from the 90s, but he's trying to get in that Quentin Tarantino movie that we talked about last week. So is the implication here that the his bedazzled glove is the one that has an affinity for, let's say, underage children? I have no idea. <laughs> is, it like some, is it like some kind of space alien that's landed and possessed him like Venom style? Are they trying to do like some kind of, what was that movie uh, with Seth Rogen about the food and all the food like has sex at the end? Oh, Sausage Party. Sars- sausage Party. Sausage. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> is it supposed to be jokey? I don't know. Johnny Depp, what are you doing right now? Well, to save your career. Pirates of the Caribbean's over, baby. They're remaking it. Yeah, they're remaking it, and they've decided to move on without you. Maybe he can make another Lone Ranger sequel. <laughs> I'm gonna guess no, because that Since didn't do that, so well. That went over so well the last. Is that time. on Disney Plus? I have not looked actually. I have not either. That's uh, one that I wanted to see at one point that I didn't. It was I in the can, box. I can tell you that red. it looked bad, and it turns out, based on solely on other people's opinions, that. It was bad. You know what? People tell me Nicolas Cage movies are terrible, but I still keep taking myself, you know, over there and watching them. Yep. Keep the, throwing myself at those rocks. The real Con Air situation you got going on over there. Hey, man, it that sounds, was a good one. That was a good one, bro. Ugh. <laughs> so many of them are bad. Yeah, just a minute. I don't know what kind of... I don't. I don't understand what is going on here. <laughs> I don't think anybody really does. That's why we enjoy looking at people in Hollywood because we're like, well, that's the dumbest shit I've ever heard. Keep on going, man. It's like, this is going to be fucked up. It's like, like a not so special Olympics. Like these people are more capable of, you know, knowing these are not going to work out. Like they're really stretching. It's like the unspecial Olympics. That's right. I said it. Come on, Jake. Let's keep going, baby. Don't be embarrassed. Death Stranding's getting a big update in December. Yeah. You excited? Which, uh, you can be a delivery man. You can be a UPS man. You're getting new clothes. <laughs> FedEx, UPS, Amazon. I think um, there's definitely a few. I love my time with Death Stranding. I'm still not finished with it. I, you love it more than you love Arthur Morgan and Red Dead Redemption 2. I'm not going that far, but oh. I have really enjoyed it. It's a really self-confident game and it's the story is completely fucking ridiculous in just so many different ways. But I think mechanically there are like a few like irritating things and it's something that the longer I played, the more I started to notice it. So I told you about how it's got like an asynchronous online multiplayer basically. Mm -hmm. And that the people that are online playing with you at the same time, you never see them. But you see some of the results of the stuff that they build. So you or can, they've left behind like or a motorcycle. Right, or exactly. And a, a part of the one of the irritating things about this is that the further you get into the game, you eventually have to start taking like heavy construction materials to these remote outposts. The only way you can do that is in a truck. Hell yeah! Is it the, a Ford, a Chevy? The problem with that being is that you is can't it a Tesla. The truck has to be touching the structure in order for it to count as delivered cargo come again so people people are backing their trucks into these like 
these really small facilities and just leaving them there after they deliver like heavy cargo loads and stuff. And it's showing up in other people's games in a way that it's blocking the entrance to some of these places. Oh, and they can't get in there. <laughs> exactly. Like, this Can't they get into the truck and like drive it out? I haven't, I haven't ran into that myself, but apparently that's something that's been happening a lot more in the last couple of weeks is people just leaving shit around there, which is sad. <laughs> well, this brings me to global warming, Jake. People are polluting <laughs> and doing a whole bunch of things like the ocean. They just throw the shit anywhere. I did read a comment that said this is very emblematic of what you see in the real world. Where okay. People just sleep. <laughs> that, that was me. Thank you for noticing. <laughs> I wondered who R. Sizemore was. <laughs> that was me. I wondered who Gerbil Lover 69 <laughs> was. <laughs> that was Richard. That was Richard Gear. Also a big Hideo Kojima fan. but <laughs> Yes. And Gerbil Lover. <laughs> gerbil murderer more like it oh that's why the ghost of gerbils haunt him uh but <laughs> could you imagine if you had an anus haunted by gerbils <laughs> <laughs> that's a, oh, like that's an ebenezer all. scrooge where you're visited by like 12 different gerbils the night before christmas they need to make that into that luigi haunted mansion anal mansion and like the ghostbusters luigi's anal mansion <laughs> <laughs> haunted anal mansion dude there's <laughs> <So. laughs> Is a character you played that game called Gooigi? Oh God! And I think that for the the Gerbil haunted Luigi, yeah, for the haunted anal mansion, you could just keep the same name. But he'd be a gerbil. Yes, he'd just be a gerbil. He'd be a ghostly gerbil instead. You made it this far into this Gooigi. So we we love you. We appreciate it. Thank you. We love you and we appreciate you. And we definitely never, ever have any sort of technical difficulties to speak of. Yeah, we just did. My mic cut out. Yep. Maybe he knows. <laughs> but it sounds very- good now, right? <laughs> I mean, it's, there's definitely. sound pretty. I wouldn't say pretty, but it's step functional. Yeah. Okay. We're we're doing just fine. Perfect. Well, so we are we're gonna hop off that gerbil, and I'm gonna back my truck into the door so you can't leave. Yeah, what the fuck is that <laughs> shit? Um, Chris Hemingsworth Hemsworth's wife said, <laughs> "Hey, don't bring no hammers up in this motherfucking house because we don't. We got like five of them. That's it. It's done." Um, have you ever brought anything home with you from work, like a uh, something to remember work by? Uh, mostly just all that money I embezzled from the company, but other than that, nothing Perfect. else. Yeah. I hope your job's listening. <laughs> um, I brought back uh my name tag and stuff, and one of my name tags I made up one that said Dick, and I wore that one day, and I had to change it. Like they let me go one day wearing a Dick name tag. I feel like you didn't know that my middle name was Richard. Yeah, I'm a little offended. Uh, Star Wars: Last Jedi. Um, filmmaker director and uh, knives out director. What as kind well. of fucking name is this? What's his first name? Ryan. It's Ryan with an I. Yeah. What the fuck is that? Ryan shit? with an I. Ryan Johnson. Or like Rain Wilson. Wants to direct <laughs> the Mandalorian series or season. Um. Okay. Well, don't fuck it up. We want Baby Yoda. We want him now. If I don't get more Baby Yoda, I'm gonna be upset. And let me. I'm just gonna reach out to you real quick. So. We have to watch these, the show, and it kind of shows a little bit of Baby Yoda. He's like comic relief, and then it's about Mandalorian, the Mandalorian. Um, I am thinking at some point it's going to be an episode that mostly focuses on Baby Yoda, kind of like in Breaking Bad, the Fly episode, where the filler it was. episodes, <laughs> kind of, but it was more for comic relief. I demand a Baby Yoda episode. Where we get more Baby Yoda, dude. An entire I episode where an entire episode where Baby Yoda's chasing a flyer on a meth oh, lab. Oh man. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> it's over. Get that baby in that meth lab like yesterday. I believe in the Star Wars universe the main narcotic that's used is called spice. Get him on the spice plant. Yeah, get him Let in. Let me to frog. Get him in one of them spice laboratories or whatever they in a beat <laughs> laboratory. Um, yeah, I love some Baby Yoda. Uh, this recent week of The Mandalorian, um, I enjoyed that episode. It kind of feels so good. like um, some of like those old shows, like Hercules and Xena, a little bit. Right. I think th- this, this particular series is... Um, and there's an episode of The Clone Wars where it was basically a plot-for-plot plot remake of that, where they go and they're like on this 
backwater world where people are real primitive and stuff. And then the, the bad guys show up and they have to teach them how to fight and shit. Uh, I mean, that's a very big it's, plot. It's a very common plot. We've seen on a lot of stuff, but yeah, this particular one was, I mean, we've seen this kind of stuff before, but it was really enjoyable. And I liked, I liked how it was done. I liked that you almost question whether he's like, I am going to stay and settle down here. I'm going to take this. off my helmet. He took it off at one point. He you did. You see him set it down. You, you could see his face. Because he had to eat. I always wondered how he ate, whether he just had like a, a straw. Yeah, a straw, or if he only did like liquid food and stuff. I'm not looking at his face. I have yet to see it because I wanted to be shocked. <laughs> I wanted to be shocked. I wanted to be shocked, just like I was shocked when Adam Driver took his helmet off in The Force Awakens, and my mom called him a big nerd. <laughs> yeah. Well, we, we, he's a more popular actor. Than, what's the name of the actor who plays the Mandalore? Pe- Pedro Pascal. Yeah, I'm gonna go off and say maybe he's a Hispanic man. Probably with a name like Pedro Pascal. I'm gonna say that, and I'm also gonna say because the young child they show in the flashbacks. Also, also looks <laughs> like he could be Hispanic in some way. Uh, possibly. Uh, I, I've just or really, Spanish. I've enjoyed this series a lot. And season one, all the episodes I've really enjoyed. So I have uh, too. My favorite part about definitely this, made for children though. Uh, it's not. It's huh. good, but it yeah, it's. I love this more than Star Wars. <laughs> I'm not a big Star Wars fan, but this I can get down to. I think it's just so small scale and the character, the limited amount of characters that we see are just done like so well that people identify with it. And come on, fucking baby Yoda. Like baby Yoda, dude. <laughs> it's, if I could have a baby Yoda at home, I'd get it. Yeah. But yeah, Ryan Johnson. So obviously did, did with the last eye. Yeah. Ryan with an eye fucker. So he's done the last Jedi. Apparently he's still working on his own separate trilogy of star Wars movies. that are supposed to come out like Ugh. in the future. Can we just, not? and now he's, and now he's interested in doing a couple episodes of season two. Uh, but my favorite part of this IGN interview or quotes is that he said, hell yeah, man, but they start out the word hell. They like censor the word hell. <laughs> Sometimes you got to do it that. Said because H you don't wanna... star, star, star. Yeah, man. If I had the time, I would be there in a heartbeat. I had a set visit for set visit for season one, and it looked amazing. So I love cool <laughs> fucking baby Yoda. That is all you need to know, and that's what I'm going to ask my wife for as my stocking stuffer. Baby Yoda, something. I need a baby Yoda in my life. They got t-shirts out, mostly t-shirts out. I, well, t-shirts that's all I need, baby. Just give me that baby Yoda. Um, your girlfriend sent Megan, my wife, a. <laughs> picture of a shirt um, via text and it was Carlos from The Hangover but it was Baby Yoda. Carlos is the baby that Zach Galifianakis wore and he's like not at the table Carlos we need the baby's the, jerking off. Why don't we make a shirt that has Baby Yoda but and carrying us. our faces on the front. What if it was Baby Yoda and us? Yeah only he was carrying us like baby, Carrying us to those big ratings man. <laughs> that we will forever wait for. <laughs> Uh, so the first trailer for Black Widows here, Ryan. What'd you think? I'm not excited about you. This. Audibly yawned when this drift stopped playing. <laughs> I don't. I didn't yawn. I just said it's not exciting to me. It's a different movie, and I can appreciate that. But Black Widow. I mean, there's nothing exciting at this point. It's like, oh yeah, we've seen you in a bunch of movies. Like all the surprises and twists and turns, we've seen those. I'd be more excited to see like. Well, I mean, I'm just more excited to see like wonder woman or like i can't wait to see what happens before we you die yeah we like know. yeah yeah she's dead now so it's kind of like a moot point like and this is supposed to be set not, i think it's in the five years between infinity war and endgame yeah i mean they fill in the gaps and great for them but still i don't, I don't maybe know. doesn't do anything i was really uh, to me um we say that character was just like a side character it was a b character which is kind of sad because I think Scarlett Johansson is a great actor, but actress. I, I think that it's a gender neutral term. We've been over this so many times. I will fucking murder you and your family. I know where they live. That does seem like a bit of an overreaction, but nope. Um, it's 
looks fine. It looks different from a lot of Marvel movies and it's very just like mostly just people punching each other on the ground and then there's some Russians that show up. So I don't know. looks fine. Uh, we'll they help you vote for Donald Trump. They're like, yes, <laughs> we'll vote for Donald Trump. We'll set that up. We'll do it immediately. Um, what do you think about Snoop Dogg? Elf on the Shelf version. <laughs> uh, looks uh, looks great. <laughs> that looks terrible. It just looks like it doesn't look. It looks at like all a like joint <laughs> with his head on it. It looks like a joint with sunglasses on it. It looks and some terrible like, braids. Looks like a huge piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of does. It's like Mister Hanky from um, South Park. <laughs> um, baby Yoda gears here. You just said about that. Just well, said I'm going to mention it again. Why? Because I love Baby Yoda. Why? Because he's scrolling through Facebook and can't remember what we just talked about 30 seconds I, ago. Whatever. <laughs> whatever. I don't know you. Die another day. No time to die is what I meant to say. The rise and fall <laughs> PlayStation. No, nope, we've done that. Oh, new James Bond movie. Yay. Um, are you excited about a new James Bond movie? Me either. You know, I've, <laughs> se- <laughs> I've seen all the Craig Bond films and I remember enjoying them at the time and then not remembering almost anything about them afterwards. So that sounds like like Mission Impossible. To I, me. Yeah, I'm enjoying like something where they're like, oh, yeah, that's cool. It's gadgety. I'm looking forward to doing that same thing again with this. What do you what do you think? What do you want? I mean, I could watch it's, this. I mean, it's an action movie, so I'll be like, okay. But it I looks, mean, it I th- looks better than Black Widow. I think. <laughs> yeah, it definitely looks better than Black Widow, and I don't know, but it just looks like an action movie. It looks, you know, but more by the numbers, I don't know shit. I also remember Daniel Craig saying that he'd rather slit his wrist than do another James Bond movie. Well, here he is. He's but still turns fucking out. alive <laughs> with his knives out, um, still going strong. Still driving that old Aston Martin, apparently. Lastly, we have a movie with William Dafoe. Um, It's coming out on Disney Plus called Tugo. And it's about Rudolph the Red Red Nosed Reindeer. Ryan, you you have a conspiracy theory that this is just the plot of Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. It really is. William Dafoe is Santa, and this dog is like the lead dog of a sled team. And he's like, oh, it never work out. It can't be a sled dog. And then he's like, oh, it can be a leader. And then they have to go and save some shit. It's kind of like Balto. It looks a lot like Balto. It's interesting that this is coming out. And then Harrison Ford is doing a Call of the Wild movie. I think that's coming out in January or February. So there's lots of old men and in Alaska, but there's also a dog. Lots of two two very similar movies coming out at the same time. But yeah, this is I'll go a, home and snuggle up to my dog tonight. Uh, this is is this the first Disney Plus exclusive movie? It it looks like it's the first one I've seen that they've even done anything for. Like as far as like this um, as uh, like an original trailers. original film. Yeah, yeah. That's only intended for that. And we looked at the trailer, and there was a scene where these dogs had to run over like broken ice, like in the ocean or oh, something yes. like that. And you it were like, look terrible there you go it looked like it was it from good it looked like it was from like a ps2 cave <laughs> how much money do you think disney has and why all of the they money because they own everything how come they couldn't just like be like all right well we'll hook you up with like an extra thousand to make it look good an extra thousand or something an extra Shit. thousand pixels to make this iceberg look more realistic yeah like, it looked so fake like, it did it nothing looked- on the screen looked but maybe it all maybe they're that's the rough version of it maybe they're gonna make it look better later god i hope so do you did you did you see the hobbit yeah the first one yeah yeah do you remember the scene there was a lot of scenes in that movie but there was, yeah, it was some, like three hours long yeah uh where they're trying to escape the mines and they're like chasing being chased by orcs when like literally the entire thing was cgi uh, I don't remember that. That's that- kind of what it reminded me of. And it just had that extremely like it, it looked fake in a way that obviously it's, it's beautiful. Obviously it's CGI. A lot of movies are, but it just had that look of, it just looked like a low budget video game rather than like a big budget Hollywood movie. <laughs> you know, it just had that, it lacked that polish and it just, Look like an asteroid. <laughs> it looked bad. You know, really, I didn't like about that movie is whenever they did that musical scene. Whenever the uh, the uh, Hobbit guys got together, like <laughs> I was like, "Well, this all the is dwarves lame. singing." In the book, and that was 
There's a lot of songs in that. Well, you know, take that shit to Disney, all yeah. right? That we was, don't want that over here. We're adults. We don't those, sing those movies. Hi ho, hi ho. So bad. And that's the and were bad, they that bad? And bad in the way that they took a 200 page book meant for children and strung it out across three movies. I've never <laughs> seen the last one. It's I've seen all the Lord of the Rings. Uh, Lord of the Rings was better. But the books are like trying to read the Bible. <laughs> it's dull. Ye old, yes. It's, Come to this hobbit. It's someone's son of son of this person, son, son of this of person, bitch. of the line of this person. Yeah, it's. <laughs> I, I that's when you start uh, assigning names to people. Yeah. You're like, well, I don't like your interpretation, so I'm just going to name this guy Jamiroquai. I'm, I'm going to call this guy, guy Ralph. Ronald. Yeah. <laughs> Ronald and Jamiroquai. Ralph Spiegel. They go go out there. They're trying to throw away this ring. But then this little hobo looking motherfucker named Tweety D. He comes up here and he's like all about that ring. And And then there's a guy named Sam. Why don't they make like ghetto versions of Sam and Peregrine and Marriott and Frodo. And there's a fucking guy named Sam. Sam. I mean, he got Sam the those and Legolas and Aragorn. Sam Legolas, he ain't Sam. got no legs. Motherfucker's <laughs> name is Sam. You know how they have like um, cheap versions of things <laughs> they like redo. Jo- there's like a Jonathan and a Zachary in the same. It's like King Zachary. And- there's a Mark. Hey, hey, Mark. What's going on? Not much, man. Just back from the the mill. There's a just Rudy. back from the battle of Murrufful. <laughs> yeah, Truffle Ruffle. Slewing um, lots of Urukai on the plains of Griffelforf and Yeah, on the ruffled chip. Uh but I think that would be great if they started doing like ghetto versions of movies like they do like the cheap trailers, you know? They should do ghetto versions of it. <laughs> I would love that so much. Oh, like the weigh-ins getting in on that? Or you know, what was it? The um well, like these elaborate movies like Star Wars or something like that, wherever they're like the spoof movies you're like my the, brother all the, like i ain't your motherfucking brother bitch all this like slap somebody up and like hey i'm here for the crack rock or something like that you know go really crazy like about the it. scary movies and stuff yeah, yeah 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 there was one i saw it was a spoof movie it was called uh paranormal blacktivity mm. instead <laughs> And I assume that it was just like four minutes long where the first time. Was that Omar Epps? I'm or not, Mike Epps, I'm rather? not quite sure. There I, was a Mike Epps movie about I, the purge. I think that's what I'm thinking. Maybe. It may, uh, probably a similar sort of creator. But yeah, I w- <laughs> just something like that would be amazing, I think. Incredible. Speaking of things that are amazing and incredible, Ryan, what did we watch this week? We watched Knives Out. Stab, stab. Not a lot of stabbing in a movie called Knives Out. I well, was disappointed. I was disappointed by that. The only time somebody's throat gets slit, turns out they did it themselves. Um, that's usually how it rolls. Yeah. Well, they're like it couldn't happen, and it did. But yeah, I think this was a movie. I remember we've seen, there's been previews out for it for. Almost like a year, yeah. People said this was going to be like the best movie. I was not impressed with the previews at all. I was not and looking forward to this a whole bunch. Really? Um, but I was. Closer to the time that it started to come out, a lot of their views started to roll in. And I was like, you know what? This I'm wouldn't be see this. this wouldn't be too bad at all. Ryan Johnson is a director. Obviously, most people are still like sending him death threats because he what he did with the Last Jedi. But he spells a shit with an eye. I yeah, that's the reason why you sent him those that threatening letter. Hey, sometimes Sp- you just gotta let him know what's up. Play. Spell it with a Y, or I'm gonna make you cry, or make you die. <laughs> yeah, or make you die. <laughs> Go make you die, Blue. <laughs> That's just the life I live, okay, Jake? Don't judge me for the life. You thought I live. you knew about the last Jedi? You about to meet the last Rai Rai? <laughs> yeah, girl. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's good. I really enjoyed this, and it was it really did defy like my expectations because I I walked in not really expecting much. I was like, there's a really good cast for this movie, but. I, I don't know how it's going to go. I, for the first preview, I thought it was like a Clue remake or something it, it weird was kind like of, that. It seemed like Clue-ish. Yeah, it was kind of funny in some aspects. It's so it's the the setup of this is that there's an old mystery writer named Harlan Thromby, and he's a millionaire. Not a billionaire, but he's he's very well off. He's got he, stacks on stacks. He's he lives in this big old house. He's got like a publishing empire and stuff. And his family is um, 
described by one of the other characters as leeches, basically. They're Maybe white by him himself. They're yeah. white privileged. Leeches. Um, and he's got uh, he's got a housekeeper and he's also got a nurse who um, helps him out. We never know where she's from, like Brazil or Paraguay right. or well, whatever. Because, nobody can ever get Because it right. the rest of the family are racist and they see somebody with brown skin and they're just like, uh, Mexico or Uruguay or one of those other guys, you know. You know how it is. We don't know where Somewhere. you're from. We don't care to take Some, interest in it. I'm, they, nobody takes enough interest in her background to actually ever ask her that question to but clarify. She's like the it, best so. friend with the old man. Yeah, she does become best friends with the old Who man. Leaves I think. her everything. Uh, <laughs> Fuck you. One you those, listen to this. You know those, how we do. One of those major plot points. Um, so yeah, that's that's the setup of this. And so have you if you've seen for the previews that. Um, they're investigating Daniel Craig and is, is there investigating? And he has a, a, a very, what's his a, name? Tough what's his accent. character's name, Ryan? Um, I can't recall. His name's I, Benoit Blanc. Benoit Blanc. <laughs> Benoit Balls for your trouble needs. So there are two detectives there who are from the local police. They're investigating. Who don't um, talk like a disc. No, they don't. <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not sure what, Night, like 19 or 1850s southern accent it's daniel craig is doing in this movie if you ever seen the office whenever they're doing like <laughs> the office um like the standoff they they were doing like there's been a murder um our dog's like oh you gotta have more molasses in your voice if you're from atlanta <laughs> i want to say it's from atlanta georgia like from the olden days so you just got it kind of talks like this <laughs> It's the it's one of the funniest, really bad Southern accents I've heard in a while. He's English. And I, you know, living in this region, I, I'm not quite sure what we sound like compared to other people. We sound like this, man. Like a bunch of old goddamn hicks. Until we start talking about NASCAR, I think we... Oh, hell I don't yeah. Know, I don't really know what we sound like, so... <laughs> Um, but yeah, it, now his accent in this is just emblematic of a lot of the rest of the movie where it's... It's so like over the top and ridiculous, but it's played in such like a straight face sort of way that it's it's it seems authentic, but it's also just really funny. What are those like movies? Who did the Royal Tenenbaums? Uh, that was uh, Wes um, Anderson. Wes Anderson. It kind of felt like one of his movies, except not as zany. Yeah, and not not as many shots that were perfectly symmetrical, where everything's perfectly centered and stuff. He's obsessed with that. Really? Yes. You See, can I don't watch, know that aspect. Watch any Wes Anderson film and you'll notice how every shot is perfectly symmetrical. Like the whatever is in focus in the frame is going to be exactly in the center of the screen. It must take forever to make his movies. <laughs> Maybe that's why he's only made so many. Yeah, I imagine Fantastic Fox was probably an easier one for him. Did, well, if he did Claymation, then probably not. He's <laughs> you don't think so? I feel like you could center that up. You could center it up easy, but you, then it's also the process of claymation. Well, I mean, that's 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 already something that you've already committed to at that point. You understand that. I part. guess so. I just it, yeah, that's that's insane in this day and age. But uh, yeah, no, the tone tonally. Yes, I, I could definitely see how it borrows from something like that, where it's just something like Grand Budapest, where it's Which played. Great. Yeah, great movie, but played played really straight and seriously. But there's clearly like really ridiculous things happening in the background and the plot itself. The further it goes, just becomes just more and more outlandish. And in, in a way, like a lot of these like murder movies and murder mysteries, they're all predicated upon like a fairly ridiculous premise where clearly the murderer, the murderer, the murderer resides in the house. So it's always like the butler or like a close family member or something. And it's just the process of going in and trying to piece like piece all these clues together. And he is a bad detective. <laughs> He's not good at what he does. <laughs> So his nurse, she basically what happens is she kind of well, so his his death is initially ruled a suicide, but they his suspected because it was a suicide because it was a suicide as it turns out, but not for the reasons that you would necessarily expect. So the man was crazy. <laughs> 
He wasn't crazy, but he was crazy. He wasn't that crazy. Who the fuck is like, oh yeah, I only got eight minutes to live. I don't feel any different, but let me slip my throat. No, it had it, been like five minutes what are you at talking that point. About? Okay, she was like, he's got three minutes to live. He's like, you, fuck it, I'll just slip my throat. Like, yeah, exactly. Who does that? She's like, I gave like you, you have three minutes to live. You gonna look for a nice guy? <laughs> yeah. I'm thirty seconds ahead of you, man. I've already, good thing I've already got when I got married. I don't know. think I've already got this prop dagger in my in my hood here. Yeah. So she accidentally gives him an overdose of morphine and was like, "Yeah, you're probably gonna be dead in like ten minutes." And he's like, "All right." Well, I don't want you to get framed for this because, spoiler alert, you're supposed to inherit all the shit. So well, you he didn't to tell get, her that at the time. Well, we find that out later. We did. When they read the we will. Just as the rest of the family does. And man, they are not happy about it. Ain't nothing but these white bitches out here trying not to make some money. Not happy about it at all. Man, they can <laughs> suck it. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so he's like, you got to get out of here. You got to do this. You got to get this elaborate plot to sneak out of the house and sneak back into it. But make sure that everyone knows you're leaving. So you have an alibi, but turn off at this point because there's an elephant. There's a security camera there. There's a really old security guard there who's still working with VHS tapes for some reason. You know, Daniel Craig wasn't that good of a detective. He let that girl I just walk said in the that. <laughs> <laughs> he's a terrible detective but he's good at the same time it's it's kind of funny he knows about her um Blood she can't shoe. yes she also he knows that she can't lie because she, throws, she up. throws up almost immediately afterwards which is a, one of the weirdest plot points i've seen in a while but it's definitely me- memorable it's, it's memorable. very memorable it definitely comes up again uh Niles speaking of Frazier gets nose speaking of vomit Things come up again several times. <laughs> There's a lot of throw up. There's a lot of vomit in this. A lot more vomit than I was expecting based on the trailers. Captain America says the F word. He does. Well, he calls, he says America's ass in Avengers Endgame. So. Yeah, but he says the F word. Ass is like, you know, that's baby shit. When yeah, you that's work like your way PG-13. to the F word, then you up on that regular man shit. Yeah, like, you can you all- work. You out. You're out here lumberjacking if you're dropping the F-bomb, you know? You're out here working. You're going fishing. You're going fishing. Fishing for... For creel. Fucks. Yeah, fishing for fucks. Fuck fishing. That's what I'm doing, man. You're out here going port to port. Every time you come, you produce a court, man. (laughs) You're you're knocking up people, leaving them, letting them be pregnant. Going on to the next thing. You're a fucking sailor, man. It's wild. <laughs> what? Yeah, dude. If you're dropping f bombs, that's how I feel about it. <laughs> Boats and hoes, man. Amen to that, bro. Oh God. What? <laughs> I. You don't feel that way? Anytime I hear anybody that I don't expect to say the f word, I'm just immediately like blown away and i'm like do you think it's it- like looking at a car crash i just can't turn away and i'm sure my face is like whoa <laughs> do you think it was just like a big relief for chris evans to finally be able to play a character who's not supposed to be like the embodiment of good and righteousness in a movie i feel like he was probably looking for that yeah <laughs> um because i've seen a not another teen movie and that was like a parody and he was like the good jock guy, but it was like a parody. So it was like silly. And I think if you're trying to increase your ability to get roles and stuff like that, then you have to kind of be able to reinvent yourself because at this point he's captain America, right? He's been kept. He's been captain America for 10 years, basically. Yeah. And And he has like that good solid voice where he's like, all right, so this is what we'll go. Just extremely America clean cut and good looking and exactly like someone you'd stick on a poster in like the 1950s. Yeah. He can redo himself, but this is step in the right direction. At least it was a good movie. It wasn't a shitty movie. And he was part of the plot. He wasn't like just some beat character. Oh, he's very, he's very good in this. And he's, he's good in a way that, so his character is like a deadbeat, like just trust fun kid, piece of shit, like just rude and unpleasant. Like is fighting with fighting with the fighting with Harlan, fighting with his parents, like just he's like a leech, basically. And he shows up to the will reading and he's just a big douchebag. And then he gets out of there (laughs) 
And then we think that he's turned a corner because he's helping. Um, he's helping our. But he has it. It's he's helping Mark into he's, the plot. He's helping Marta, our Harlan's nurse, out. Um, it's a donut inside of a donut, man. Inside of a donut. That masturbating knots again. Oh my god, that was okay. That's so the best line in the movie. One right? of the grandchildren is like from it. He played uh, Bill. Bill, yes, Bill, not Mike. I, I misspoke when I said that earlier. It wasn't Mike. Mike so Mike. one of um, it's it's his um daughter-in-law. Her daughter is Meg. like, yeah, Meg, Meg Griffin. She's, uh, she's like one of those like liberal, like stereotypes, like uh, Jamie Lee Curtis's character makes a joke like, oh, Har- does Harlan know that he's paying for her neo-feminist something, something poetry, something degree or whatever. And then on the other side of the family, um, his other grand, his other grandchild is literally a Nazi. <laughs> he's literally an alt-right, like. Nazi. <laughs> they never really go out and say that, but yeah. Yeah, no, they does because well, they she's don't like, she says she's a, he's a straight up Nazi. <laughs> they don't give reason. They don't give any. It's a straight up Nazi. We let it ride though. We'll let it, was, it ride, baby. Anyways, yes. No, there was, there was once that line in particular though, where he said, uh, the masturbating Nazi kid, not the Nazi child masturbating in the bathroom. That was my favorite line from this whole movie. And God, it was worth it. <laughs> Daniel Craig stole the show. It was so, he was so good in this. Much better than Logan, his Southern accent he did for Logan Lucky. Did you? I haven't seen it. I've heard the movie though. Yeah. It, Wasn't it like a shooter movie or something? They're robbing the sh- Charlotte Motor Speedway vault during the Coca-Cola <laughs> 600. <laughs> well, I will be sure to watch this. I'm pretty sure this is like on... It's got Netflix or Amazon Prime. It's Daniel Craig, Adam Driver, and Channing Tatum. Well, and they're, <laughs> they're all they're all rednecks who are trying to rob the Charlotte Motor Speedway vault Hell during, yeah, during the race. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. And it's pretty good. It's not bad. But yeah, no, they they've all got really bad southern accents. Daniel Craig's southern accent he did for that was one of the worst I've I've heard. Jake, I just want to give you thanks for hooking me up for activities to do this weekend be watching that movie <laughs> activities this weekend yeah i'm gonna be watching that movie the one that we just talked about logan lucky. logan lucky yeah what do we do last <laughs> oh, all right jake has been smoking a lot of weed people no i just had a complete uh, no, it's okay i just had a complete just brain fart i was like what the them. fuck are you talking you about pounds of weed Pounds, pounds of weed. Exactly. Uh, I've got it. I'm just gonna give you a. a <laughs> all my uh, furniture is made of it, and I just lit all yeah, of it on fire. And <laughs> CBD oil, um, but you shouldn't drink it. You should only smoke it. Um, <laughs> so please forgive him. It's the weed, and I hope that we do better next week. Always we do better next week. We always hope we do better next week. We always week. hope we do better, and some of the times we do. Some, some of the, the times, times we, we don't. don't. But hey. Most of the times we that's don't. That's podcasting. That's my life, and I ain't afraid to live at baby kicks. <laughs> what did you what are some of the things that you liked and didn't like about Oh uh, Daniel life, Craig so. sold the show is the best yeah. actor? Um I thought the Anna Day, I forget her last name, but the girl who played like the uh Marta. Yeah, Marta. I thought she did she good. Was good. She was I, convincing. I had Chris Evans was convincing too. I'd never heard of her before this, but she I didn't even realize she was gonna be basically the main character in the well is the is the protagonist of this. And this is definitely uh white She's privileged and immigrants <laughs> beating them. There's definitely an entire scene right in the middle of this where we have No punches pulled. Yeah, we have the whole the whole family is talking about immigration and they're all just really racist and <laughs> they try to bring her into it like, see, here's an immigrant who's totally on our side. Do you understand what these pompous white people are rich white people are talking about? Right. Yeah. And then they try to, like, convince her to, like, give them, you know, what's stuff. up. That Nazi kid said some. the Nazis kid said something about what well, you had sex with my grandpa, you dirty anchor baby. <laughs> 
That was wow. Okay. Another, I, I remember him saying something, but I don't remember yeah. saying that. No, it was really awful, and it was right after the scene where they read the will and it they find out that Harlan left literally his all of his money, the house, everything to her, and they got nothing. All of them basically that what Daniel Craig is what what he's investigating them is that he thinks that they all have motive to have killed him basically Don and, Johnson and that the but the night of his party that everybody he had had a fight with everybody basically and where he has to tell them that hey I'm cutting you out of the will and turns out when they show up to read the will he definitely has <laughs> um Michael Shannon I really enjoyed him in this movie too he uh, plays Mr. Green in um, The Night Before with Seth Rogen. And I think he was the guy with the cane. I just, I really liked him in this movie. I did too. He was, uh, he's sort of like a sympathetic character at first where he's the one who calls Marta. Yeah. And he's like, hey, I just so you know, I wanted to have you at the funeral, but I got outvoted. But they a, all say that. A, yeah, a line that literally everybody in the family says. <laughs> And they're like, oh, well, she still didn't get to go, so... Yep, exactly. So they're all liars and <laughs> manipulative and completely self-centered. But I kind of do self-serving. like Shannon fellow. No, he's good in this. I like this scene where he shows up at her house and was like, hey, uh, I know your mom's undocumented, so I'd hate for everyone to find out about that. Maybe you should just uh, renounce... The resources. And maybe the you should go ahead and renounce the will. And I love the comeback she had where... Well, Harlan, I got all your money. Yeah. She's like, resources. Well, I guess I have all of your resources now and maybe I can use them better than you. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I really enjoyed his character. And then there was like Jamie Lee Curtis. She She's good okay. in this too. Don Johnson. He was okay. Um, I don't know who played Meg. I mean, she did okay. Yeah. I mean, it's a solid, it's a, it's a solid kind movie. Of B characters to me. Yeah, and, and they are the ones that you see in the trailer most of, but Chris we really Evans don't spend like that much time with him. Marta. It's Chris Evans, Daniel Craig, and whoever Marta. the girl that Those played are Marta. Those are like your big three there, and everybody's yeah. kind of supporting them. But um, they they all do such a good job. I, I love the girl who played Marta. I love Daniel Craig's character in this. And Daniel Chris Craig Evans, great. yeah, he, did, he really did steal the show. And Chris Evans was very good in this as well. I douchebag Miggy. I really, yeah, he turned the douchebag meter up to a million on this and it, it really worked. I, I enjoyed it a lot. I enjoyed all of his big oversized sweaters too. He's always wearing a, a ripped cardigan. In Wait, this. Sometimes you got to man, you go to the party, <laughs> you need, you need to look good and you need to be able to get in. Maybe you're going to a, like a party party. You just leave that shit outside and let it rip up itself. You know? So I'm interested in at what point did you figure out who the who is trying to set Marta up here oh, as the it murderer? Took me a while. I'll be honest, it took me a while. I had my suspicions. I thought it was old man just playing a joke. Then they showed him slit his throat and I was like, well, maybe this isn't a joke. This isn't what I thought it was. <laughs> and then um uh yeah, I had no idea. I felt like this was like a page turner for me. I didn't know. And I was on the edge of my seat. I suspected from the start that it was somebody was setting her up to try to get like extort extra money out of her. But um, I kind of figured that it was it was Chris Evans just because he was liar. He you seemed, didn't suspect that. I totally did. You did not. I wasn't was there the, with him. So no one the, else does. Olivia know. You were not there. <laughs> Were you there? Were you there by yourself in the movie theater? No, I will believe you. Okay. Well, at um, no there's point, only one way to prove that you knew. At did no point did I lean way? over and go, You I, didn't do that? I always do that. No, nah, I did I never went, I bet it's Captain America that did. Oh, uh, <laughs> Jake, 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 Jake. You have to because otherwise, otherwise you can be called out as being right. a liar. <laughs> yes. Well, I guess I knew well, that's part of the lot of the movie from the beginning. I didn't tell anybody, but I did. I wrote this movie. I wrote the movie. I'm I'm a billionaire. Ryan with one Y. I, no, with one I. <laughs> Why? Why would you do an I? Uh, but yeah, Knives Out, good, good movie. I'd I say think it was like an eight out of ten for me. I'd I'd put it right up there. I think it's it's really enjoyable. It's fun. 
and it's not it's not super super long and it's also not it's two hours and ten minutes it's not long. a murder mystery in the f- sense that you're going to really have to scratch your head to figure out what's going on it's, especially after we told you what's going on especially after we spoiled most of it within the first 30 seconds so that's what we do yeah that's what Ryan does the first time he gets to speak about it where he's like hey guess what major plot point <laughs> yep she gets all the money I'm shoving this prop up my butthole <laughs> yep is that a gerbil are you happy to see me doesn't matter i'm gonna get either you way anyway <laughs> give me that toilet paper roll to be continued in a future episode yeah which do you think works better a toilet paper roll or a paper towel roll i think they're about the same circumference aren't they they are but one's longer mm. i'm thinking i guess it's so de- a force little guy in there yeah exactly why does it need to be a long tunnel I don't know. Yeah, he's already got 27 miles of intestines to explore, apparently. Let me winks. All right, that's about about it for for this week. I I think that's probably about a good note to end on. (laughs) So, yeah, Knives Out, good movie. Yes, go see it. it. Not the best movie we've seen this year, but definitely way up there. Really enjoyed it. So, anything else you want to add, Ryan? Two things. All right. What's My the first man one? Is playing a show at Monstercade in Winston Salem on Sunday at nine a nine p.m. This could be our last show at nine a.m. <laughs> at nine a.m. could be our last show. We'll see. What? <laughs> yep. And then Ron Rivera from the Carolina Panthers. Pour one out for the you. homie. <laughs> we will miss you. We will pour one out for you. Riverboat. This one's for you. Riverboat Ron. Oh, yeah. Time to He's grab a Time to grab that life vest. He's a gambler who likes because, to speak like Daniel Craig from the movie. Because that boat is going down. That boat will that boat will find job. Yeah. A job later. Somewhere. Yes. Well, guys, thanks for listening. If you want to give us a five-star review on any rating platform on iTunes, on any other whatever, just anything less will fucking murder your family. Yeah, seriously. If you don't think it's worth five Sorry. stars. Just don't, uh, just don't, don't do it. Or look to get your ass don't. handed to you by a gerbil and me. Exactly. Ryan um, will come find you. I'll that put is so not, many gerbils up your ass, you'll bleed out for weeks. That is There's not, no way to pass those. It's going to be worse than a kidney stone. That is not a threat. It is a promise. Promise. That's all day. So, yeah. Uh, threatening aside, yeah, guys, uh, thanks for listening. You want to share the podcast with a friend, please do. Share it with five friends. Share it with ten friends. Share it if with everybody. If you have ten friends, I don't. So <laughs> give it like <laughs> herpes. Pass that shit out like just candy. spread it around. Spread yeah. us around like a virus if you yeah. want to. Yeah, go out there and get it. Well, thanks for listening, everybody out there. As we say at the end of this and every episode of Almost Accurate to go Date, fuck I yourself if you don't give us a five star <laughs> rating. And we also say go fuck yourself if you don't give us a five star <laughs> rating. Be hotch. Nighty night. Oh, oh, that one. Yeah, that one. That one. If you don't give us a five-star rating, we'll fuck you up. (laughs) Bitches, nighty night. Bitches. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.